wrong intro. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Christian Wagner, and I'm the Militant Thomist. So I'm going to be starting a series on metaphysics, and it is for you, you dummies out there that have no idea what metaphysics are. But that's fine if you have no idea what metaphysics is, because all us who uh, have attained some sort of knowledge, I wouldn't call myself an expert per se, in metaphysics, began as a dummy. So what we're going to be doing is in stupidly simple terms, we will be explaining the basic metaphysical concepts that are necessary in order to do theology, because I'm approaching this as a theologian for theologians, someone who just wants to be able to pick up Thomas and read it and understand those basic concepts, well, which were basic concepts that he was running with through the Summa, because remember, the Summa is not meant for philosophers. It's meant for beginning students in theology. So in order to go from a dummy to a smarty, I will be having extra videos um, that are appended to these in my Patreon. So if you want to become a patron, I will be much appreciated, appreciated, appreciative. Any amount, patreon.com slash militantthomist. I will really appreciate you. And along with that, you will get a channel in the Discord, which is called Philosophical Discussion. And in there, we discuss a lot of philosophical things. Surprise, surprise. And you can sort of get some of the language and get some of the concepts and you can ask questions. There are some much more brilliant people than me in there who know about these things in a, at a much deeper level than I do. And they can also help you through. And then also myself, I'll be able to help you through any questions you have or any concepts you've been struggling with. Um, we can have a little bit of discussion about that. You can jump in the in the voice chat. And since it is my Patreon part of it, I will do my darndest to be able to jump in the voice chat with you and to be able to uh, discuss whatever you need to be discussed because I serve you. I don't serve me. I serve you. So let's get right into it. <clears throat> so um, today we're going to be talking about the science of metaphysics itself. We're going to be taking a little meta view of what metaphysics is, what it treats, how it works, what categories we put it in, those basic categories that you're going to need to continue in metaphysics. So today might be honestly a bit boring. It might be a bit obscure. It might be um, something you don't want to stick through, but please, please, please stick through it because this is going to become much more important later. You need to do all the boring stuff before you can get all to the cool and exciting stuff and be able to uh, discuss these issues. So, okay, 
So I'm going to go over five things in this video. So first, the origin of metaphysics. Second, the terms used for metaphysics in the tradition. Third, the definition of metaphysics. Fourth, the properties of metaphysical study. And then lastly, I'm going to give you those categories within metaphysics that metaphysicians cover. So first, let's get into the origin of metaphysics. Sorry, my nose is stuffy for some reason. So by the origins of metaphysics, I don't mean the historical origins. That would take a very lengthy video series to just even scratch the surface. But I, what I do mean is I mean the logical ordering of metaphysics. So why in the system of our knowledge of reality do we need to talk about this thing called metaphysics? Why do we even do metaphysics in the first place? Why is this important? Why should you care? Why are you here right now listening to me? Those are those questions that this is gonna this is gonna cover. So when we think about looking in the world around us, we perceive certain things. So uh, let's say this can of white monster right here. This will be my illustration. Uh, hopefully throughout this whole series, maybe I'll be able to keep it on my desk this entire time. This can of white monster right here. So I can verify through my sense perceptions, many things about this can of white monster. It's made of aluminum. Um, I can tell you who made it, the monster company. Um, I don't know who the monster company is, probably Pepsi. Um, nope, it's the monster energy company. Look at that. I can verify that. I can verify that it's moving this way or moving that way. So these sensory verifications of my sight, of my hearing, of my uh, smelling, my tasting, stuff like that, that is what we call sensory perception. And then the study of that would be in modern terms, what we would call science. So that uh, the science they've been telling you about, that's all it is, sensory perception. And then from that, we're forming categories and certain theories and stuff like that from directly from our sensory perception. And then in ancient terms, that would have been called physics. So physics or science, that's the sensory perception. So if you're a modern materialist, which is somebody who only believes that the material world exists and nothing outside below within that, then you would stop right there. And you would just think of the world in terms of matter and motion. That's all everything is. But that leaves us with some problems as we'll see. So let's say um, you have somebody who murders somebody. So you have a murderer, they get thrown in jail, life in prison. And then seven years later, he appeals it. And he says, well, since everything that there is, is matter in motion, because that's what the science tells us, then Obviously, since all of my cells in my body have switched since then, I'm completely different matter. So I physically, materially, am a different person than the person who murdered that person. Therefore, you should let me off. So this gets us into the question of, is he the same person? Does he deserve to stay in jail? Now, in a modern materialist way of thinking, if we were thinking, thinking just on the level of science, just on that level of physics, well, yeah, obviously, you can't, you can't be uh, keeping in jail this completely different person who's switched all their matter. But when we think about metaphysics, which is that science of what lies under and beneath, um, beneath matter, we can make this helpful distinction.
That's the distinction between substance and accidents. So I am Christian Wagner substantially. I am a rational animal. I am a human substantially. But you have these things called accidents, which are those various uh, properties you have outwardly. So we say that man who's a murderer substantially is the same, but accidentally he has changed. So if we have a good Aristotelian judge, the judge will say, denied, you are substantially the same, but you have switched your accidental qualities. So that's why metaphysics is important, because even intuitively, when we look at all of creation, we can see that it's not just collections of matter and motion, but there's stuff that lies beneath it. If you look at that deer behind my head and, oh, wait, kind of, it's kind of, those deer, they are in a materialist way, just different collections of matter and motion. But notice, I called them both deer. Well, if they're just collections of matter, how can I call them deer? So we get these concepts of metaphysical categories, where we can categorize things by sharing a common nature which are what's called individualized differently. So we, we know intuitively that, um, that there is something a bit deeper than just matter and motion, that the science doesn't treat everything, but we need to go back and do the science of metaphysics. So second, let's think about the terms that are used for metaphysics. How have philosophers historically referred to metaphysics? So the first one is obviously the term metaphysics. And the origin story is the most boring out of the three, but it reveals a lot about what the heck we're talking about. So metaphysics comes from a certain philosopher named Andronicus of Rhodes, who put together a collection of Aristotle's works. And he named this work, the metaphysics, Metatafusica, Metatafusica, after the physics. So literally, the reason they named it is because chronologically, and in, in the way in which he put together uh, Aristotle's works, metaphysics came after the book, The Physics. But this reveals something a little bit deeper to us, because what metaphysics is, is it comes after our study of the material world, getting below to the level of being, getting below the surface to uh, the way in which we categorize things, the way in which um, the, the underlying mechanics of, of the universe. So second, some have called it first philosophy. And it's called first philosophy because it deals with the first causes of things. What makes this thing, what makes this monster can to be this monster can, the first causes of this monster can, that'd be the metaphysics of this can. And then third, uh, Aristotle, actually, when he refers to metaphysics, he calls it theology, because um, in getting below the surface of the physical world into the metaphysical world, and no, this isn't in reference to Facebook, this isn't the meta world, this is the metaphysical world. If you get into the metaphysical world, you're able to um, get to a closer understanding of divine things who are in the supernatural world, the above nature world. Okay, third, let's get into the definition of metaphysics. I've kind of gone over it a bit, but having a nice solid uh, definition will definitely be really helpful for us.
So classically, the definition is divided into two aspects. First, you have what's called the material object of metaphysics. And second, you have what's called the formal object of metaphysics. So the material object refers to those things which we are studying. For example, the material object of biology are living things. In metaphysics, the material object is being. Now, the tradition affirms that there's no, uh, there's no proper definition of being. So it's helpful for us to break it into categories. But when you think of being, think of to be, something that is. The, the isness and existence of a thing. Think, think about it in those categories. Don't, don't keep to the uh, very uh, material ways of thinking that you're used to. And I'll break them into uh, five categories in which we study being in metaphysics. So first, we study substance. So what stands below the external appearance of things. So externally, you can see I'm a male, I'm a human being, I'm white, etc, etc, etc. But below the surface, you get that I'm Christian Wagner. That's my my substance. Actually, human being would also be my substance, but ignore that for a second. So also, let's get back to our monster. You see that it's tall, that it's white, that it's um, in this location. It's at the top of the screen. You see you see stuff like that. Those are the outward ways of thinking about this. But if you get below the surface, subsistantia stands below, you can classify this as a can. Substantially, it's a can. <clears throat> and then second, we have what are called the accidents. That's the second thing we study. So where we the substance is what stands below, you can think of the accidents as what stands on the outside. They're called beings of beings because it's the it inheres in, it's, it's within uh, substances. The, the whiteness is the whiteness of this can. The, um, the tallness is the tallness of this can. The upness is the upness of this can. Those are those various accidents it has. And then third, in, uh, in metaphysics, we actually study God because although God is not in the uh, grouping of what we may say, being in its proper definition, he is the cause of being. So it's very important to study his relation uh, to, um, to created beings. And then fourth, we study possible being, what, what beings might possibly be. And then fifth, we study what's called being of reason. And that's a little bit more of a complicated concept right there. And being of reason are those things which may be said to be in our mind. It, it is in our mind. It has its being in our mind, such as, let's say you have plans to build a house. Those plans don't have any external existence in the world, but you could say in a certain sense that it has being because it has being in your mind. And then when you take that mental reality, which has the being of reason and create that use those plans to create the house, there's a certain relation to those two. So we also study those things that have being not in the world, but only in the mind. <clears throat> okay, so that those are the that's the material, um, material object of this study. It's basically in, in very summary form. In metaphysics, we study being.
That's what all of metaphysics is about. It's just about being. So next we have the formal object. And the formal object is split into two categories. First, there is the formal object quote. And this is the final result of our study. And for metaphysics, the final result of our study is to know being as being. So we have these various conceptions which we may form and these various um, uh, ideas which we bring into our mind from studying creation. And we get these glimpses. We get these uh, aspects of being which we become aware of. And we're able to have these concepts darkly in our mind, although a lot of this, as you'll find out, is common sense. But what we what we want to do is we want to clean off all that dross of um, the ways in which our minds work, which is usually materially. We want to clean off all that dross and just know what being is as being. Being not mixed with any of those uh, material concepts that we might have. And then second, there is the formal object quo, and this is where um, this is where the uh, the science is, and that is found in the mind. So putting our definition together with the material and the formal object, we may say that our definition of the object of metaphysics. Uh, sorry, so I repeated myself. So our definition of the object of metaphysics is that metaphysics studies being in its various examples in creation, so that we come to a knowledge of being itself in our minds. That's just that very uh, easy definition right there. So we study the examples of being in creation, so we come to the knowledge of being itself. That's what we're going to be doing over these next few months. So fourth, let's think of the properties of metaphysical study. So metaphysics is a science, but, but when I call metaphysics a science, you must understand that I do not mean the same thing as when um, a biologist or a psychologist or, um, or a sociologist or whatever, uh, or a physicist, how they describe them uh, being experts in science. There's a classical definition of science that's more helpful. So a science classically defined is a knowledge which is gained through causes. So an example of this, because that's a bit of a, um, a stuffy sort of way of putting it, um, knowledge gained through causes, would be, let's say that you have a doctor, and that doctor knows that ibuprofen cures a headache. Yet that doctor does not know why that ibuprofen uh, cures the headache. They do not know the cause of the ibuprofen's curing. So that doctor is not said to have science. He is not said to know the science. Rather, that doctor is has art or experience, classically so-called, but not science. So if we have a scientific doctor, the scientific doctor knows the reason or the cause that ibuprofen cures a headache. So that would be a scientific doctor rather than just an artful doctor. So metaphysics is where we know the is, is a science because in it we know the causes of things, not merely the thing itself. So we may even expand our definition a little bit more because we go into the realm of God, who is the cause of being. Okay, 
so fifth, we're going to talk about a few categories in which uh, metaphysicians use to divide up the science. So there are four. And I'm going to give you the big fancy metaphysician words, but I'm also going to kind of explain the concepts to you. So first, we study being in general. So not, not those specific little categories that we put being into, but just what do all of what does being throughout all of its different instantiations, what does that share? The various categories and divisions all through them. It's sort of a meta metaphysics, but technically it's called ostensive general metaphysics, ostensive general metaphysics. And then second, we study first principles, and this is called defensive general metaphysics. And then third, we study finite being. So we split up being into finite being, which is those categories of created being. And then lastly, we study infinite being, which obviously is. Can anybody answer? No? Okay. The infinite being is God himself. So, and then again, we'll get into a little bit later um, how to fill out these various categories, the skeleton that I've given you for the study of metaphysics. But this is a good um, introduction to thinking about metaphysics generally, that in some, it's a science which has its object in being. So metaphysics, simply put, is just the science of being. So thank you. Um, if you really enjoyed this, become a patron. If you'd like to see the after shows, uh, make sure you subscribe so you can get future shows where I'll be doing this because I'll be taking quite a few months to go through all of this. And I pray that you all have a wonderful rest of your day and God bless. intro.
Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Christian Wagner, and I'm the Militant Thomist. So I'm going to be starting a series on metaphysics, and it is for you, you dummies out there that have no idea what metaphysics are. But that's fine if you have no idea what metaphysics is, because all us who uh, have attained some sort of knowledge, I wouldn't call myself an expert per se, in metaphysics, began as a dummy. So what we're going to be doing is in stupidly simple terms, we will be explaining the basic metaphysical concepts that are necessary in order to do theology, because I'm approaching this as a theologian for theologians, someone who just wants to be able to pick up Thomas and read it and understand those basic concepts, well, which were basic concepts that he was running with through the Summa, because remember, the Summa is not meant for philosophers. It's meant for beginning students in theology. So in order to go from a dummy to a smarty, I will be having extra videos um, that are appended to these in my Patreon. So if you want to become a patron, I will be much appreciated, appreciated, appreciative. Any amount, militantthomist.patreon.com uh, slash militantthomist. I will really appreciate you. And along with that, you will get a channel in the Discord, which is called Philosophical Discussion. And in there, we discuss a lot of philosophical things. Surprise, surprise. And you can sort of get some of the language and get some of the concepts and you can ask questions. There are some much more brilliant people than me in there who know about these things in a, at a much deeper level than I do. And they can also help you through. And then also myself, I'll be able to help you through any questions you have or any concepts you've been struggling with. Um, we can have a little bit of discussion about that. You can jump in the in the voice chat. And since it is my patreon part of it i will do my darndest to be able to jump in the voice chat with you and to be able to uh discuss whatever you need to be discussed because i serve you i don't serve me i serve you so let's get right into it <clears throat> so um today we're going to be talking about the science of metaphysics itself we're going to be taking a little meta view of what metaphysics is, what it treats, how it works, what categories we put it in, those basic categories that you're going to need to continue in metaphysics. So today might be honestly a bit boring. It might be a bit obscure. It might be um, something you don't want to stick through, but please, please, please stick through it because this is going to become much more important later. You need to do all the boring stuff before you can get all to the cool and exciting stuff and be able to uh, discuss these issues. So, okay, so I'm going to go over five things in this video. So first, the origin of metaphysics. Second, the terms used for metaphysics in the tradition. Third, the definition of metaphysics. Fourth, the properties of metaphysical study. And then lastly, I'm going to give you those categories within metaphysics that metaphysicians cover. So first, let's get into the origin of metaphysics. Sorry, my nose is stuffy for some reason. So by the origins of metaphysics, I don't mean the historical origins. That would take a very lengthy video series to just even scratch the surface. 
But I, what I do mean is I mean the logical ordering of metaphysics. So why in the system of our knowledge of reality do we need to talk about this thing called metaphysics? Why do we even do metaphysics in the first place? Why is this important? Why should you care? Why are you here right now listening to me? Those are those questions that this is going to this is going to cover. So when we think about looking in the world around us, we perceive certain things. So uh, let's say this can of white monster right here. This will be my illustration. Uh, hopefully throughout this whole series, maybe I'll be able to keep it on my desk this entire time. This can of white monster right here. So I can verify through my sense perceptions many things about this can of white monster. It's made of aluminum. Um, I can tell you who made it, the monster company. Um, I don't know who the monster company is. Probably Pepsi. Um, nope, it's the monster energy company. Look at that. I can verify that. I can verify that it's moving this way or moving that way. So these sensory verifications of my sight, of my hearing, of my uh, smelling, my tasting, stuff like that, that is what we call sensory perception. And then the study of that would be in modern terms, what we would call science. So that uh, the science they've been telling you about, that's all it is, sensory perception. And then from that, we're forming categories and certain theories and stuff like that from directly from our sensory perception. And then in ancient terms, that would have been called physics. So physics or science, that's the sensory perception. So if you're a modern materialist, which is somebody who only believes that the material world exists and nothing outside, below, within that, then you would stop right there and you would just think of the world in terms of matter and motion. That's all everything is. But that leaves us with some problems, as we'll see. So let's say um, you have somebody who murders somebody. So you have a murderer. They get thrown in jail, life in prison. And then seven years later, he appeals it. And he says, well, since everything that there is, is matter in motion, because that's what the science tells us, then obviously, since all of my cells in my body have switched since then, I'm completely different matter. So I physically, materially, am a different person than the person who murdered that person. Therefore, you should let me off. So this gets us into the question of, is he the same person? Does he deserve to stay in jail? Now, in a modern materialist way of thinking, if we were thinking, thinking just on the level of science, just on that level of physics, well, yeah, obviously, you can't, you can't be uh, keeping in jail this completely different person who's switched all their matter. But when we think about metaphysics, which is that science of what lies under and beneath, um, beneath matter, we can make this helpful distinction. That's the distinction between substance and accidents. So I am Christian Wagner substantially. I am a rational animal. I am a human substantially. But you have these things called accidents which are those various uh, properties you have outwardly. So we say that man who's a murderer substantially is the same, but accidentally he has changed. So if we have a good Aristotelian judge, the judge will say, denied, you are substantially the same, but you have switched your accidental qualities.
So that's why metaphysics is important, because even intuitively, when we look at all of creation, we can see that it's not just collections of matter and motion, but there's stuff that lies beneath it. If you look at that deer behind my head and, oh, wait, kind of, it's kind of, those deer, they are in a materialist way, just different collections of matter and motion. But notice, I called them both deer. Well, if they're just collections of matter, how can I call them deer? So we get these concepts of metaphysical categories where we can categorize things by sharing a common nature, which are what's called individualized differently. So we, we know intuitively that, um, that there is something a bit deeper than just matter in motion, that the science doesn't treat everything, but we need to go back and do the science of metaphysics. So second, let's think about the terms that are used for metaphysics. How have philosophers historically referred to metaphysics? So the first one is obviously the term metaphysics. And the origin story is the most boring out of the three, but it reveals a lot about what the heck we're talking about. So metaphysics comes from a certain philosopher named Andronicus of Rhodes who put together a collection of Aristotle's works. And he named this work, the metaphysics, Metata Fusica, Metata Fusica, after the physics. So literally the reason they named it is because chronologically and in the way in which he put together uh, Aristotle's works, metaphysics came after the book, the physics. But this reveals something a little bit deeper to us because what metaphysics is, is it comes after our study of the material world, getting below to the level of being, getting below the surface to uh, the way in which we categorize things, the way in which um, the, the underlying mechanics of, of the universe. So second, some have called it first philosophy. And it's called first philosophy because it deals with the first causes of things. What makes this thing, what makes this monster can to be this monster can, the first causes of this monster can, that'd be the metaphysics of this can. And then third, uh, Aristotle actually, when he refers to metaphysics, he calls it theology because um, in getting below the surface of the physical world into the metaphysical world, and no, this isn't in reference to Facebook, this isn't the meta world. This is the metaphysical world. If you get into the metaphysical world, you're able to um, get to a closer understanding of divine things who are in the supernatural world, the above nature world. Okay, third, let's get into the definition of metaphysics. I've kind of gone over it a bit, but having a nice solid uh, definition will definitely be really helpful for us. So classically, the definition is divided into two aspects. First, you have what's called the material object of metaphysics. And second, you have what's called the formal object of metaphysics. So the material object refers to those things which we are studying. For example, the material object of biology are living things. In metaphysics, the material object is being. Now, the tradition affirms that there's no... Uh, 
there's no proper definition of being. So it's helpful for us to break it into categories. But when you think of being, think of to be something that is the the isness and existence of a thing. Think think about it in those categories. Don't don't keep to the uh, very uh, material ways of thinking that you're used to. And I'll break them into uh, five categories in which we study being in metaphysics. So first, we study substance. So what stands below the external appearance of things. So externally, you can see I'm a male, I'm a human being, I'm white, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But below the surface, you get that I'm Christian Wagner. That's my, my substance. Actually, human being would also be my substance, but ignore that for a second. So also, let's get back to our monster. You see that it's tall, that it's white, that it's um, in this location. It's at the top of the screen. You see, you see stuff like that. Those are the outward ways of thinking about this. But if you get below the surface, subst subsistantia stands below. You can classify this as a can. Substantially, it's a can. <clears throat> and then second, we have what are called the accidents. That's the second thing we study. So where we the substance is what stands below, you can think of the accidents as what stands on the outside. They're called beings of beings because it's the it inheres in it's it's within uh, substances. the The whiteness is the whiteness of this can. the um, the tallness is the tallness of this can. The upness is the upness of this can. Those are those various accidents it has. And then third, in, uh, in metaphysics, we actually study God, because although God is not in the uh, grouping of what we may say being in its proper definition, he is the cause of being. So it's very important to study his relation uh, to, um, to created beings. And then fourth, we study possible being, what, what beings might possibly be. And then fifth, we study what's called being of reason. And that's a little bit more of a complicated concept right there. And being of reason are those things which may be said to be in our mind. It, it is in our mind. It has its being in our mind, such as let's say you have plans to build a house. Those plans don't have any external existence in the world. But you could say in a certain sense that it has being because it has being in your mind. And then when you take that mental reality, which has the being of reason and create that, use those plans to create the house, there's a certain relation to those two. So we also study those things that have being not in the world, but only in the mind. <clears throat> okay, so that, those are the, that's the material, um, material object of this study. It's basically in in very summary form. In metaphysics, we study being. That's what all of metaphysics is about. It's just about being. So next we have the formal object. And the formal object is split into two categories. First, there is the formal object quote. And this is the final result of our study. And for metaphysics, the final result of our study is to know being as being. So we have these various conceptions which we may form and these various um, 
uh, ideas which we bring into our mind from studying creation and we get these glimpses we get these uh aspects of being which we become aware of and we're able to have these concepts darkly in our mind although a lot of this as you'll find out is common sense but what we what we want to do is we want to clean off all that dross of um the ways in which our minds work which is usually materially we want to clean off all that dross and just know what being is as being. Being not mixed with any of those uh, material concepts that we might have. And then second, there is the formal object, quo. And this is where, um, this is where the, uh, the science is. And that is found in the mind. So putting our definition together with the material and the formal object, we may say that our definition of the object of metaphysics, uh, sorry, so I repeated myself. So our definition of the object of metaphysics is that metaphysics studies being in its various examples in creation so that we come to a knowledge of being itself in our minds. That's just that very uh, easy definition right there. So we study the examples of being in creation so we come to the knowledge of being itself. That's what we're going to be doing over these next few months. So fourth, let's think of the properties of metaphysical study. So metaphysics is a science, but, but when I call metaphysics a science, you must understand that I do not mean the same thing as when um, a biologist or a psychologist or, um, or, sociologist or whatever, uh, or physicist, how they describe them uh, being experts in science. There's a classical definition of science that's more helpful. So what science classically defined is a knowledge which is gained through causes. So an example of this, because that's a bit of a, um, a stuffy sort of way of putting it, um, knowledge gained through causes would be, let's say that you have a doctor and that doctor knows that ibuprofen cures a headache. Yet that doctor does not know why that ibuprofen uh, cures the headache. They do not know the cause of the ibuprofen's curing. So that doctor is not said to have science. He is not said to know the science. Rather, that doctor is has art or experience, classically so-called, but not science. So if we have a scientific doctor, the scientific doctor knows the reason or the cause that ibuprofen cures a headache. So that would be a scientific doctor rather than just an artful doctor. So metaphysics is where we know the is, is a science because in it, we know the causes of things, not merely the thing itself. So we may even expand our definition a little bit more because we go into the realm of God, who is the cause of being. Okay, so fifth, we're going to talk about a few categories in which uh, metaphysicians use to divide up the science. So there are four, and I'm going to give you the big fancy metaphysician words but I'm also going to kind of explain the concepts to you. So first we study being in general. So not, not those specific little categories that we put being into, but just what do all of, what does being throughout all of its different instantiations, 
what is that share? The various categories and divisions all through them. It's sort of a meta metaphysics, but technically it's called ostensive general metaphysics, ostensive general metaphysics. And then second, we study first principles, and this is called defensive general metaphysics. And then third, we study finite being. So we split up being into finite being, which is those categories of created being. And then lastly, we study infinite being, which obviously is. Can anybody answer? No? Okay. The infinite being is God himself. So, and then again, we'll get into a little bit later um, how to fill out these various categories, the skeleton that I've given you for the study of metaphysics. But this is a good um, introduction to thinking about metaphysics generally, that in some, it's a science which has its object in being. So metaphysics, simply put, is just the science of being. So thank you. Um, if you really enjoyed this, become a patron. If you'd like to see the after shows, uh, make sure you subscribe so you can get future shows where I'll be doing this because I'll be taking quite a few months to go through all of this. And I pray that you all have a wonderful rest of your day and God bless. Glory be